Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. We are back with you again over this Christmas and New Year period for another one of our very festive special episodes. Now, my name is James, and usually I'd be joined by the wonderful Rob, but of course if you were listening last week, you'll know he was here by himself to bring you an incredible chat with the one and only Jan Ola Sand. And I know just how much you loved hearing that chat with the former executive supervisor of the Eurovision Song Contest. We've had so many messages from you listening at home across social media. Uh, So thank you so much for getting in touch. So many of you were very interested, particularly in his comments about Kazakhstan and how he said that they never really had any serious discussions about including the nation in the adult version of the Eurovision Song Contest. Many opinions were had by you, so thank you so much for getting in touch. Now, I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you've managed to relax, spend some time with your family, and maybe you even got some Eurovision-inspired Christmas gifts. Now, I know you have, actually, because, again, thanks for getting in touch and letting us know what you got. Maybe you did get a Eurovision present of some sort. We saw many of you getting in touch, sharing some pictures of your Eurovision T-shirts and a lot of Eurovision mugs, actually. I feel like I need to get one myself. I feel a little bit left out. So many of you are drinking your lovely festive hot chocolates out of a brand-new Eurovision mug. Very jealous. But now, on to this week. Let's leave Jan Olesand and Rob in the past. They are now the ghosts of Christmas past. But I am the ghost of Christmas future. Is that one of them? Or the ghost of Christmas present? Either way, I'm back with you to fill in this weird little time between Christmas and New Year. And I'm bringing you a very special conversation with Karen Gunnarsson. Now, she will be of great interest to you if you are a fan of Melody Festival, and we know so many of you are. We've done so much Melfest content during 2021, and we know you love it so much. So it's great to bring you a conversation with her. She is one of the three producers of Melfest over in Sweden for the broadcaster SVT. She joined the broadcaster back in 2017 as the assistant competition producer for Melfest, and has worked alongside the one and only Krista Bjorkman 
over the last few years, but now he has flown the nest. He has gone over to the USA to produce the very first American song contest. So now it is Karen and her two fellow producers who are putting together Melfest uh, for 2022. So it was great to sit down with her a couple of weeks ago. We'll chat all things Melfest 2022. We'll talk about the rule changes. Of course, Andrew Hwansen has disappeared. We've got a brand new semi-final. We'll talk about Oscar Zia, who is the host for all the shows. And you'll get a real sense about how Karen is just perfect for the role as one of the producers of Melfest going forwards. So make sure you do get in touch with me on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Eurotrip Podcast. Let me know what you think about today's conversation. Or if you've got any longer messages, we are hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email. So let's get into things. I began by asking Karen a very important question. Where on earth have those Melody Festival and Post-it notes actually gone? They're in my office. <laughs> I, I, I can reassure you the post-it note is very much alive. It is very much alive. And I, I hope to show you some great post-its soon. <laughs> <laughs> what a relief. What a relief. Now then, down to business. Uh, uh, no, no creative work can be done without the post-it. That is a fact. (laughs) They're a crucial part of the job, aren't they? They're a crucial part of the job. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, uh, we're a few weeks, or it's been a couple of weeks at least, hasn't it now, since the names have been announced for Melfest 2022. How are you feeling? Excited? Really excited? Super excited? It must be one of those at least. (laughs) Beyond super excited. Uh, No, I'm really... I'm really excited. Uh, I'm so proud and happy, and I'm just so much looking forward to going out on a tour again. Uh, Melody Festival in 2022 will be, I mean, it will be fabulous. It's, uh, I was, I, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I mean, it's a long journey putting these 28 acts together and we are very much still in the journey and in the process of putting all the visual stuff together but considering the songs and the artists uh, I think the lineup is so good it has a lot of character it has a lot of uh, strong songs of course uh, familiar faces, new ones that will be loved, and uh, I mean, I hope to have their big breakthrough, and that's what I want Melody Festival and to have that. That's where that's the kind of show we're supposed to be <laughs> to entertain and to just get all emotions going. <laughs> Where does the journey begin for you and the songs? Because it, we saw uh, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, that two and a half thousand songs were submitted mm. to Melfest next year, which is just mm. incredible. Where mm. does that journey begin? I mean, I think it never really ends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, when I'm in the middle of the tour, 
uh, often I can come up with ideas, maybe songs that I couldn't find an artist to to do, maybe some artist who didn't make it uh, pops up in your head and you maybe you start having a little conversation with somebody. Um, I mean, because when Melody Festival is, when it's, broadcasted and when the media is is re- reporting about it and everything is like in the middle then it creates a, a buzz and a feeling and and many artists and songwriters who didn't make it that year uh, they they call me or uh, you know so that the, the process never ends but to be more focused and really start to doing the job properly maybe like two weeks after the grand finale, because that's when you want to endorse both the success and maybe somebody has been really uh, disappointed and want to have a comeback or somebody's angry. I mean, all the feelings, I want to be there and take care of that to create great songs. And then when you've got these two and a half thousand songs. You mentioned mm-hmm. you are one of the producers of the show. So it's not just you listening to all these songs. How on earth do you manage to, you know, get through them all? Because it's not a it's not an easy job to listen to them all, surely. No, it's not an easy job. Um, no, uh, I, I'm one of three producers. Like my my main my main uh, focus is the songs and the artists and the 28 uh, contenders. Then we have one producer who is, uh, whose main focus is opening act, uh, the hosts, uh, everything that is not the competition. Uh, and then the third producer is uh, taking lead on all the, the visual stuff, actually putting the, yeah, doing great not numbers. <laughs> uh, I mean, to to visualize the songs creatively. Yeah, stage so, performances. For yeah, sta- yeah, exactly. I have heard a lot of songs before. Many songs are sent in year after year. Uh, and since I start working so early in the springtime, visiting record companies, studios, songwriters, uh, and in having this dialogue with people all the time, uh, I offer. I have heard a lot of songs before because it's. I mean, otherwise it would be like impossible. <laughs> and some are really, really not that good. And that, I mean, it doesn't take many seconds uh, until you realize that this is never going to happen. Uh, but we are uh, a team of four people who listens. Uh, and uh, have a dialogue all the time. And we also sort them by uh, female, uh, male artist, uh, English, Swedish, pop, uh, rock. But yeah, so you, I mean, you understand. So we have to, to just organize the songs and go through them very method- methodically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also like, uh, have this constant conversation. Have you heard this? What do you think about this? Is this something? Yeah. So, but it take it. I mean, it's a it's a few few days work. But like I said, a lot of songs I I I have heard them before, or 
Um, so I have a lot of info going into, I mean, it's not two and a half thousand songs I haven't heard. I mean, opening up my inbox and, oh, this sounds nice. <laughs> 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 I have a lot of information before we, we close the, the site where you send in the songs. You mentioned there about the way, you know, you're sorting these into genres, you know, rock music or pop music, Swedish language, English language. What are you looking for when you create that list of 28? Are you looking for, not, you know, not for example, we must have seven Swedish language songs or something like that, but are there limits of certain genres and certain languages that you're actually looking to fulfill? Definitely I'm looking for uh, hits and then I'm looking for songs that stand out from the rest that create something that makes you sad happy you want to dance i mean the emotion (laughs) needs to be (laughs) in the mix Uh, and every show has to have a diversity uh, regarding genre female and male artists uh, swedish language um so it has to be a good or a great dynamic because you have you have just three minutes to make an impact. Is it hard sometimes when you've got so many names and you've got so many songs? Is it hard to leave some artists out? Because, you know, we look at Melfest in the past and we mm. see so many big returning names. And mm. presumably sometimes you've actually got to leave some of these big hitters out of the list. Is it hard yeah to do that knowing that they would actually bring a lot of viewers and a lot of attention to the show. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's uh, horrible. It's, I have the best and the worst job in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you're down to maybe you have 40 songs left or something in the, or 30, or when I need 28 and I know that all of these songs cannot be in the competition. That's awful. Uh, and then you have to look at uh, what do they bring to the show? Is it uh, a, a, an artist who people recognize? Do I need that element? Uh, or do I have space to maybe bring out a new interesting artist that no one really knows about? Uh, or is it uh, sound-wise? Do I need to bring some more energy into the contest? Uh, just or uh, does this artist appeal to a certain audience uh, age-wise? Like, do I have everything? Because Melody Festival is, I mean, you. There's supposed to be something for everybody, and not. Everybody can like everything, but you know, to create emotions, like, do I have that? I mean, what will people talk about when they come to work Monday morning? Oh, oh my God, did you see this? La, la, la. That, that ingredients. Uh, and I, and I, I, I tell the people that I have to call and say, oh, you didn't make it. Like, this is a hit song. You're going to do great with or without Melfest. Um, I mean, the, the, it's 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 hard in the in the end absolutely i spoke to anna bergendahl a few weeks ago and she was telling me when she first went to melody festival and back in 2010 she was at school and uh, krista bjorkman called her while she was on a lunch break and he was the mm-hmm. one to say you are in melfest this year 
Have you had the joy of picking up the phone to the artist this year to say, congratulations, you're in Melfest? Have you had the joy of doing that? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about and that. I, and that and I have, yeah, of course. No, I, and I have had that um, pleasure of dialing people. So I've been working with the Melody Festival since 2017. And uh, so, yeah, that has happened a lot of times. But uh, it was funny that you mentioned Anna Bayendal because I called her uh, this year and she she's still in school, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be a, a doctor. And she was sitting at home writing uh, an essay, I think, or something. Uh, and she was just like, so... <gasps> didn't say very much she wasn't like oh my god really really happy just like it sounded like she started to focus instantly (laughs) (laughs) and then when we hung up because I spoke I met her later on and she said oh I couldn't really like celebrate when you called me but I was so happy no it's so much I mean those phone calls are uh, outstanding I mean that's it's so much fun uh, to be able to share such good news with people, I mean, who really, really, uh, just to share their joy. One of the best parts of the job, for sure. It definitely, it definitely sounds like it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, for 2022, you had the pleasure of choosing 28 artists this time instead of 27, because typically we've seen in recent years the P4 NASTA competition where an artist would directly come from there at the Melody Festival, but we're not going to see that for 2022. Give us an idea about why we're not going to see that this time. The thing is that one of the 10 or eight final, I can't remember how many finalists they are in before Nesta. Let's say they are eight. And I have always been at the final and it's not... Uh, the winner of Pifia Nesta who gets uh, a, a spot in Melody Festival and I choose the one that I think has the most potential of I mean doing really good in Melody Festival and, and for the last years I, I, I have put a lot of work into that and to making it really to have an artist from Pifia Nesta go to the semi-finals or something but we haven't really succeeded so uh, I just said we have to maybe just pause for one year and uh, evaluate the thing if it, this is a good thing for both of P4 Nesta uh, and for us so it's not I haven't said like it's never gonna happen again just let's just pause for this year and think about uh, if there is something else we can do or uh, yeah, just to s- see if we come up with another idea or something. So that's that's why. Now, 2022 is the first year for Melody Festival and for a long time without Krista Bjorkman, of course. We know how much of an impact he's had on that competition over the last, I don't know, about two decades or so it must be mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah. You've worked alongside him for the last few years. How different does your role look like into 2022 compared to what you've been doing over the last few years? Have you got a lot more on your plate in 2022? Yeah, I guess I have had a little more on my plate. Um, but I mean, Krista has for the last two years 
uh, has really, I mean, it, just having him around here, I mean, of course he has uh, ideas and, and uh, has an impact, uh, but I've done mainly the work with the artist, but uh, now when he's not here, of course, there's a bit more to do, but it's like, um, also a little bit easier, maybe. <laughs> you haven't got him looking um, to... over your shoulder, making sure you're doing the job properly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It, I mean, there's so many great people working here in this with Melody Festival, and um, and there is always a lot to do. <laughs> I think the workload is pretty much uh, the same. Uh, for me, I, I I miss him at the office. <laughs> I hope I can go to uh, the states to watch the American Song Contest. Oh, that would be good fun, wouldn't it? That would be yeah. good fun. Have you been in touch with him recently? Has he been on the phone to speak to you about it for any advice or even just for a chat? Since the names have come out, have you spoken to him at all? No, actually, no. Uh, I sent him a text when when I was done with the 28 artists when I kind of, you know, I mean, nailed the last one and called the last one and said, you're welcome uh, to Melody Festival and congratulations and so on. And then I, I, I actually, I, then I sent him a text, like just 28 and a check a box, <laughs> check in the box. And so then he answered and we, and we just texted each other back and forth. Uh, but I think he's really, really busy over there. And also, I, I don't know if, I mean, he's been a part of Melody Festival, and like you said, for so long. Uh, maybe he, I mean, wants to put on the television and watch it like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Not get too too much uh, of the info on the, on the back backstage stories and so on <laughs> he gets to watch it as a normal fan next year which must, yeah. must be very exciting for him and it'll be very exciting for all of us really as well won't it because it's Melfest without him and we know what he's done to that competition over the, the you know the last 20 years or so do you feel any sort of pressure from the public looking in thinking oh I wonder what it's going to look like without Krista Bjorkman involved no, like I said, we're such a big team and we're such a great team. And Melody Festival is not the work of one person. Uh, there are so many important, talented uh, TV makers in this circus. Um, so, no, 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 I mean, not, of course, but I am not Christa Björkman. I am not the new Christa Björkman. Uh, I'm doing the job of being the like the contest producer and I have a boss who says this is what we want you to do and then I try to fulfill that uh, as good as I can and uh, so I have we're a great team um, and so I, I I mean but Melody Festival is the biggest show uh, TV show in in Sweden uh, so of course it comes with a responsibility and a bit of pressure, but I'm not the only one feeling that, and we can share that feeling together. And I know we're uh, we have great ideas, and we're gonna do some changes with the show, uh, and we do we do this together. We're a 
we're a strong team. Let's talk about those changes that are coming in for next year uh, surrounding Andrew Hansen to begin with, because we're going to see the duels have gone. Remind us for those who can't remember what's going to happen or what's changing. Remind us how the the fifth show will look a little bit different to what we used to. Yeah. Now, first of all, uh, we changed the name from uh, from Andrew Hansen to a semi-final because that is really what it is. It is a semi-final. Four artists will then join the, the final. So we have 12 in the final. So um, I, I, want the, the, I want the feeling of winning to be as present as long as it's possible. And I think a semi-final is just like, it has another, a different vibe around it. Under Hansen is, is a second chance. And I feel like many of the songs in the Under Hansen, they are winning songs. I mean, they were, maybe they were just like a few votes from actually being in the final. Uh, they are not, lo- it's not Loser's Corner. It's the ones who could have won. Who, I mean, they are just, they are winners. So that's, we changed the name to just feel it, uh, make, make it feel a little more sexy and <laughs> fun <laughs> uh, and also the jewels uh, has been with us for a long time and i think it's it's um, us as a tv show all of a sudden like um uh, putting a, a a limit on how people can vote oh you have to choose between this one or this that one of course we have to do something about the 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 show because it cannot be five shows who are exactly the same dramatically. I mean, so there will be uh, two groups uh, with four songs in each group, and then these songs will compete against each other. I think that will encourage people to vote more and to be more, more committed instead of just we telling them, oh, you can only choose between these two or these two. Uh, I, hopefully, I think I, I want that to create more of a commitment and a positive vibe. And do you think it will be just as entertaining, even though we don't have these head-to-head duels? Because I think, will we get the same drama of that new semi-final when we don't actually have these head-to-heads? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, we do not know that until we have tried it. Uh, and we do. We have to be bold. We have to, I mean, we have to try this and see what happens. Uh, I mean, what if... There is four really, really strong songs in one. I mean, is that what do you say in 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 football? The group of death. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that the yeah, correct? Yeah. I That's mean, the term, yeah. oh my god! I mean, what will we have to try it to learn and to just see what will what will happen? Uh, maybe maybe. If, it's not that good. I don't know, but we cannot just sit back and be content with our arms crossed and oh, this this has worked. It, it's people seem to like it. I mean, we have to be a little bold. Well, I'm certainly excited. I'm excited to see how it looks. It's something a bit different. It's worth giving it a go, as you say. So I'm very excited to see how it goes. I'm also very excited, and I'm sure you are, to see Melfest back on tour inside stadiums, inside arenas, all across Sweden again. How excited are you 
to go back on the road? Well, I, I am so excited, really, but that excitement has got a little, what's the word? I mean, it's just like now with COVID again and again, I mean, really, can we just not talk about COVID anymore? <laughs> I mean, we will, we will go on tour, uh, but I watched the prime minister the other day, wear a mask, work from home, blah, blah, blah. So I am excited. We are going on tour, but please don't rain on our parade, <laughs> Miss Rona, no more. <laughs> I was going to say, are you a bit, are you a bit nervous? Have you got a, I don't know, have you got any backup plans in case? I mean, we've got our fingers crossed that nothing does happen, but are there, presumably there's plans in the, the back of the filing cabinet in case, for whatever reason, we, we can't have that massive audience back? Yeah, well, of course, we discuss that all the time. Uh, and uh, we have different scenarios, uh, of course, but... Um, we will have um, a COVID uh, pass for the audience. And I mean, even though this new Omicron version <laughs> seems to be very contagious, hopefully we can just, we will go on tour and the audience will hopefully be welcome with a COVID pass and yeah, due to what the authorities says. But of course, I mean, we we have different scenarios. Nothing I can share with you, but of, I mean, we, we're not sitting with our head in the <laughs> sand. <laughs> <laughs> now, whatever happens, we know who will be at the front of the stage, uh, right in the middle of our TV screens for all the shows. Oscar Zia, he'll be the host. Yay! <laughs> for each of the shows he was one of the hosts wasn't he in 2020 alongside uh Anis Dondemina Do yeah seeing him host that show with Anis and thinking oh he is perfect to host Melfest all by himself in 2022 I mean what what Oscar and Anis did was they brought a whole new tone to the to the show they brought a new sense of humor and energy that we hadn't seen for a while uh, or for long and Oscar is such a heart I mean he has been he's competed in the contest he loves Melody Festival and he can sing he can dance he's funny uh, everybody uh, <laughs> everybody loves him no but he's so he's such a people person he can hang out with I mean just about anyone so he has really good energy so then we also know that he can show different sides of himself um, depending on who's standing next to him so one I mean he can be more of a host on one program maybe he is more of a sing and dance man in I mean this, so he's got so he's so diverse and um, so I'm really happy that he said yes and uh, of course, we were all we all fell in love with him <laughs> last year. We certainly did. Uh, did you have the pleasure of picking up the phone to him and telling him we'd like you to host? Or was that one of your colleagues and were you jealous that you didn't get to make that call? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It was one of my colleagues. But we spoke about it in the office. Uh, like, oh, are you going to call and ask Oscar? And 
and my colleagues are, yeah, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to give him a call later on. And later on that day, I met Oscar uh, just on the street and I was on the phone and Oscar was on the phone <laughs> and, 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 and we just looked at each other and I don't know if he was on the phone with my colleague at that time. It was just like, and I just gave him like a thumbs up and he did it too. And it was so weird because <laughs> and then we spoke about it later on. I was like, were you on the phone with, with, uh, yeah. And he was like, yes, and I didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to say. I didn't, do you know that I know that you know that I know <laughs> that was so, so bizarre just to, I mean, to meet him, me on the phone and him on the phone. And just, uh, Stockholm is a small place. Now <laughs> uh, give us an idea about what on earth you've got left to do between now and uh, the first show, the very first semi-final of Melfest 2022. First of all, are you going to be able to have a break at Christmas? Are you actually going to be able to enjoy some downtime in between uh, Christmas and New Year? Yes, I I will I will have some time off, uh, and it will be it will be great. I am going skiing, so I'm looking forward to a break with my kids. But I mean, mainly my focus now is to put um, the artist in correct starting order. Uh, I have divided them into the different the four different. Um, quarterfinals oh um, can I ask you about that I must ask because for English fans a lot of us call them semi-finals is that the correct term do you want us to call them heats do you want us to call them quarterfinals <laughs> you can have the final decision and then yeah, we'll, well, we'll follow your lead I was just thinking that's we can we can work this out together because yes. we have the, the grand final a semi-final and then we have four shows that are I'd like to call them heats. Shall we heats. call them heats? We can call them heats. Perfect. Absolutely. So I have d- divided the 28 artists into the four different heats. Uh, and then I uh, need to uh, start uh, uh, organizing the international jury. And what are you looking for when you do the uh, the international juries? Are you looking for certain countries? What's going through your mind when you're going through that process? Um, traditionally, we always have the the winning country uh, participating, and the country that hosted last year's Eurovision, and then uh, just to look for a uh, yeah to have all different parts of Europe being a part of this. So, um, a country around the Mediterranean. Uh, a country from the east, uh, Nordics, mid-Europe, yeah, just to find, so we can find different perspectives on our songs to to have a, a receipt that the song we're going to send is uh, a hit song in different parts of, the, of Europe. One thing that has definitely been recognised and for sure appreciated over the last year has been the... Uh, the extra output for English-speaking fans over the last year, and uh, for example, is that something you're trying to extend? Because obviously, you've recognised that there is a big appeal for Melody Festival and outside of Sweden itself. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of people in Sweden who also doesn't speak Swedish, <laughs> so it's uh, a, a, a win-win for everyone <laughs> living in Sweden or not. Uh, but absolutely, yes, we are. are uh, it was a huge success actually this year, so uh, I think that it's going to be that way this year as well. Let's look ahead to 2022, Melody Festival, and back on the road, can you give us a bit of a tease, something in particular that we can look forward to? So then when we're watching the shows, we can go, ah, that's what Karen Gunnarsson told us to look out for. Can you give us a little bit of something to look ahead to? Oh, God, that's (laughs) a hard question. Uh, I mean... I mean, it's just going to be a spectacular show as always, but also... Uh, I mean, Anna Bayendal is back. Uh, she's always, I mean, her last two performances has been uh, amazing. I mean, she doesn't settle for less. Uh, we had this amazing <laughs> opera pop tenori. Uh, yeah, one is from the UK, Alexander, one of them. I mean, we haven't heard or seen anything like that in my festival since Malena Anman and this is a 2022 version <laughs> uh, we have three former winners John Robin Bengtsson and Anna uh, so it's gonna be I mean they are they are all in it to win it and uh, it's just gonna be it's so so much fun and really really strong songs Omar Rudberg is back um, and I mean he had this huge success with the Netflix series Young Royals um, so I just think that it's it's just going to be like a really strong and many many uh, contenders for the for the grand prize <laughs> the grand prize of course <laughs> representing Sweden at the Eurovision Song Contest is the ultimate prize in that isn't it yes and <laughs> What will happen then when somebody wins? Somebody heads to Turin next May. Where will Sweden finish? Will they bring the Eurovision Song Contest back home to Sweden in 2023? Is that what, what's going to happen? Uh, well, I hope so. I mean, that is the main, the main goal. The gold. The main goal with Melody Festivalen is to send an artist to represent us to bring to bring uh, Eurovision back to Sweden. Uh, I mean, that is my, my, my main goal, my, my focus. Uh, I mean, I, I, has, I have to do uh, a show and a, and a melody festival, and that is a strong local event for Swedish people, of course. I mean, but also to find that element that will attract and, and make, people committed outside in, in Europe to bring it to bring it home it's coming <laughs> home <laughs> go on one last cheeky question where would you want Eurovision to go if it came back to Sweden what city would be at the top of your wish list where would you want it to go where would I want it to go I mean I have never visited Eurovision in Sweden no I way. wasn't in no, I wasn't in Malmö I wasn't in uh, when it was in uh, Stockholm. I have never been to a Eurovision in Sweden. So it doesn't matter where for you. You'll just be happy for it to come back to Sweden. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> no. But I mean, uh, to where would you like it to go? I don't mind. I've only been to Sweden twice. I've spent a few hours in Malmo. I spent about four hours there a few years ago. And I came to Melody Festival back in 2019 to the final in Stockholm. So I've not got much experience in Sweden. So you're the expert. That's why, that's why I asked you. So I don't mind where it goes. I would just love it to go back to Sweden because we know how good of a job Sweden does at hosting Eurovision. It would be great to see it go back. Uh, well, the feeling is mutual. I mean, St- Stockholm is my home. It would be nice to be home, but still a, 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 a great attraction. And uh, with working with Melody Festival and is to go somewhere else in Sweden. So maybe maybe Malmö is in a. I like Malmö also. So <laughs> let's just let's just bring it home first, and then we can decide. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We'll have that conversation yeah. another time. <laughs> exactly. Well. Karen, thank you so much for chatting all things Melody Festival. And one last thing for me is just to wish you all the best luck in the world between now and the grand final of Melfest 2022. But I think, I don't think you need it. I think you've got it all prepared. So uh, best of luck and thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you for having me. And it was so much fun to talk to you. And I think that we could have, I mean... We could sit here and talk for hours. We could. Let's do this again. Let's do it again, Karen. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. A huge thanks to Karen Gunnarsson for joining us here on the Eurotrip for a chat about all things Melody Festival and as she and her team at SVT get prepared for the return of the competition in 2022. It's not too long to wait at all and there were so many things to take away from that. I think one of the most intriguing parts was about how, of course, Andra Hwansen, the second chance round, uh, has been renamed. It has a new structure and they're willing to give it a go. And that's the most important thing, to try new things. And it does seem that if it doesn't work, they'll be more than willing to give it a go in a different way because it's all about making a fantastic show for us, the viewers at home, no matter whether we're in Sweden, in the UK, like me, or across Europe, no matter where you are. The viewer is clearly at the heart of everything SVT are doing for Melody Festival. It was great to hear. So make sure you get in touch with us at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Maybe you have different opinions. Maybe you've got some interesting thoughts about what Karen was saying. I'd love to hear from you. So please do get in touch. As I say, that is at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Or for any of your longer messages, we are hello at EuroTripPodcast.com. But that is it for us, the Eurotrip in 2021. And what a roller coaster it has been. I've been doing some maths in the background as you've been listening to the chat with Car in there. And I think I'm right in saying we've brought you an incredible 69 episodes this year. We've done some new special things. We launched Melfest Monday, of course, earlier on in the year. Very topical for me to be talking about it right now as we uh, covered all things Melfest 2021. Later in the year, we brought you the contest and me 
as we sat down with some of Eurovision's most well-known fans. Of course, Steve Rosenberg joined us, Paddy O'Connell, Bella Christ uh, from Sweden as well. They were fantastic conversations. And then some of the big interviews we brought you, some Swedish legends. It's all about Sweden on today's podcast, isn't it? Uh, we sat down with Krista Björkman, uh, Martin Ostadal, the current executive supervisor of the Eurovision Song Contest. And how could you forget the one and only Petra Merda in a very, very rare English language interview. And then with help from Steve Holden at Radio 1, just a couple of months ago, we brought you the very first interview with Ben Mawson from Tap Music. He's the guy who's heading up the UK's entry for Eurovision 2022. And then we did daily live coverage in Rotterdam and in Paris for Eurovision and Junior Eurovision 2021. So it has been an absolute mammoth year for both me and Rob here on the Eurotrip and none of it would have been possible without you listening at home. Whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we've done this year, all that's left for me to say is a huge thank you for tuning in, listening and sharing the episodes and getting in touch. It's an absolute thrill to do this week in, week out, just for you. But don't forget, we'll be back in a week's time. We are here with you every single Wednesday and maybe a little bit more here and there. So make sure you subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars. From me and on behalf of Rob, thank you so much for listening and it's goodbye.